As much as like it's about the songs being, you know, technically difficult and like you have to love them as well, I feel like for me it was also about finding songs that sort of complemented each other well and showcased different aspects of my voice. It became sort of a routine was I would just perform the four pieces, yeah. not every day, but like most days. Welcome to season six of Spotlight on the Arts, the HSC series. Join us as we chat with high achievers and exemplary HSC arts students who share their process, creativity, and tips to survive the final year of schooling. Sian Fuller of St. Patrick's College Sutherland is a dedicated and talented music student. Welcome, Sian. Hi, thank you for having me. We're very, very pleased to have you here. So tell us a little bit, Sian, about why you selected Music One for your HSC subjects this year. Right from the beginning of, I guess, starting high school, I really knew I wanted to do music the whole way through. My mum was a Music One teacher. So I spent a lot of time when I was younger, when I had like doctor's appointments or something like that, I would go to work with her and I would like spend time with like the music students. And it always just seemed like so much fun. Both my brothers did music and they're older than me. So it was kind of just like, I really have always wanted to have that as a subject. A genetic predisposition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you chose to do music for the HSC and it's part of the examination process. We have a core performance piece, which everyone does. Then you have your three electives, which you've chosen from performance, composition, and viva voce. What did you choose and why did you choose that? I chose performance for the three electives. I guess mainly because it's my stronger area, performing. I guess throughout year nine and 10, I kind of worked out when I was doing music that performance was where I excelled in. And I also love it. Like I just love singing, so. <laughs> yeah. and, and that gets back to what you just said then. So you did music in year nine and 10 as well. Yeah, you? yeah. And did you find that helped you to do year nine and 10? We had quite a few students who came in just in year 11 and 12 and they're doing really, really great. But I think it does help to kind of figure out what you like, what you are stronger at within like, you know, like the Viva performance and oral. Okay, so you chose four performance pieces, uh, yes. four and three uh, electives. How did you go about choosing your repertoire? And then allocating it. Uh, choosing repertoire was honestly quite difficult for me because I kind of had, for a, a few months there, I would kind of like swap out one or two songs for like another one. And then I, I was in this stage for a while of like rearranging different songs, like getting rid of one and then getting another one in and then changing it back. I think as much as like it's about the songs being, you know, technically difficult and like you have to love them as well. I feel like for me, it was also about finding songs that sort of complemented each other well and showcased different aspects of my voice. It was a pretty long process. So I think practicing the four pieces together kind of gave me a better understanding of how they showcased different aspects. And then it kind of helped me solidify like where I'd allocate them as in the different topics they fit under and in what order I'd sing them in. Yeah. Was that difficult choosing the order? Uh, for me, it was quite difficult because a few of my songs were quite difficult to sing. So it was kind of this like little game of, I'm going to be really nervous for this one. Do I do it first or do I leave it for the end? But if I leave it for the end, like, will I be like tired or will I, you know, like. <laughs> That's a really interesting conversation that we often have with students is 
you know, do you start with your best or do you finish with your best? Yeah. Uh, you know, and the fatigue process as well, like you're talking about. What did you end up doing? I ended up doing my most difficult one first, but I made sure I did a really good warm up beforehand. <laughs> uh-huh. There's the other thing is the, the process yeah. of the warm up. So, what does your practice or rehearsal regime look like? My rehearsal regime, I think when I was sort of first learning and working on my pieces, I would really hone in on parts of the song that weren't sounding that great or like I was getting stressed for like you know when you kind of like tense up when you get to a difficult part of a song like I would actually just sort of pick apart the song and sort of just like do like a little bit at a time but then after that was sort of done and I was actually like practicing the pieces in their entirety it became sort of a routine was I would just perform the four pieces not every day but like most days I would just perform one like I'd do a warm-up I'd do one two three four and that was it (laughs) Yeah, no, that's terrific because that's that muscle memory of what it's like yeah. to perform the four pieces, which some students don't do early enough, I think. How did you go about preparing? Because in COVID, what did you do? Were you working with backing tracks? Were you working with a live accompanist? I was quite lucky that my mum accompanied me. My uncle also played the bass for two of them. You know, I got to practice at home with the accompanist that I was going to use on the day. For me personally, it wasn't too tricky. I know for others, they did have to change from, you know, having accompanists to a backing track or like having less accompanists. I think the challenge during COVID as well, I think motivating yourself to get up and practice them. I actually found that quite difficult because there was sort of this like time of uncertainty as to like when we were going to be performing it or like, were we going to be performing it live? Were we going to video it? Was it going to be... An estimate, like it was kind of just this, you know, we all got there. (laughs) Yeah, and you guys have shown such great resilience. You do a lot of work in music, you always have, and both inside and outside of school. How important is it to be involved in music making outside the classroom, do you think? And has it affected your final product that you produced in HSC Land? 100% like music making outside of the school environment has definitely helped me with the music HSC. I think in so many ways, even just with confidence, like I think working with Casper, Jordan and I always talk about this, about how you become so much more comfortable with performing. Yeah, and that that's right. But also you've done musicals. What was that like? I loved doing musicals all throughout school. I didn't do any this year, partly COVID and partly because I was doing my HSC. I think musicals as well have this real ability to once again with confidence but it's also like going on with the show like I actually made a few lyric mistakes in my um music HSC but no one no one noticed because you sort of learn to just keep going and no one noticed (laughs) that's exactly right and that's what you got to do in musicals is just keep keep going (laughs) okay now so that's one huge chunk of your HSC land music What about the written paper? How have you prepared for that? And do you see correlations about what you learn in performance and oral skills and putting it into your written paper? I feel like everyone has their own sort of way of preparing for the um, written paper. One thing that I did, because I also struggled a little bit, because I loved performance so much, 
when I have the opportunity to like study for music, I always would be like, okay, I'll sing my songs, whatever. <laughs> and then written gets kind of tossed to the back. But something that helped me was when I started doing like papers at home, I actually didn't even start with like papers. I would pick songs that I knew so then I could write about them really well. And then I would slowly start to like sort of pick songs that I'd never heard before. So that it was kind of like, you know, you start easy. It's like easing your way into it. Yes, so I would start with known, Yeah, going from the like, known to the unknown. Yeah, 100%. And it kind of gives you that confidence first is you're like, oh, I'm so good at this. And then you slowly start to sort of some obscure music. And then it's like, I don't know, it just helped me a lot. That's terrific. That's a great advice to our young HSC students. If you could give yourself, your former year 11 self, a piece of advice about going into HSC land, what would that piece of advice be? And a piece of advice I would give to my year 11 self, I would actually say sing more, like sing your pieces in front of people. I think that's one thing I sort of shied away from was jumping at any opportunity to sing my four pieces in front of people. Like I wouldn't call them weird because I love them. But as in music, they're kind of songs that my friends and stuff wouldn't have heard before. So I sort of shied away from singing them in front of people, whereas I think it's so helpful to just perform in front of anyone. That's such a great piece of advice. You've come out with a couple of beauties today, Sian. <laughs> on behalf of Sydney Catholic Schools, thank you so much for joining us and good luck. Oh, oh, quickly, what do you want to do next year? What do I want to do next year? I'm still not entirely sure. I think next year I do want to go to uni. I've applied for early entry for like a bunch of different things, but I sort of want to do half-half. Like I want to pursue music and I also want to, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one because I still haven't fully decided what I want to do. <laughs> uh, Sian, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you all the very best for the HSC and for whatever adventures that you have ahead of you now. Thank you so much for having me.